This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms. We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So our amazing sponsors, Cassidy.com, have quite the site for you guys. Not only is it a great place to find out which swingers and non-monogamous folks are in your area, but there's also some really cool features on there that you're not going to find on every swinger site. For example, did you know that they have a live chat feature? Yes, which is very cool. And they have chat rooms. Yes. Where you can talk to people real time and get a better feel for the lifestyle if you're new or just connect with some uh, sexy new folks. Yeah, we enjoy all of the features. We use them all. It's exclusively what we use. Absolutely. And you can try it for free by heading to our website, fromporchswingers.com, clicking on the Cassidy banner and starting your 30-day free trial. You have nothing to lose and a whole lot of potential fun to gain. For sure. A lot of nakedness a lot of naughtiness. It's a good time. Heck yeah. Also, guys, did you know we're going to be in Deadwood, South Dakota in April? Very excited about South Dakota. April 17th through the 19th of 2020, Energy Underground is throwing their first ever Underground Lifestyle Summit in Deadwood, South Dakota. If you like parties or seminars or wine tours or party buses or just visiting amazing towns, this is absolutely the lifestyle event for you. For sure. Brothels and saloons count me in. (laughs) That's what you say every week. You're just excited to go see all the history. I am. I dig it. It's naughty history. Maybe that's why and you're naughty. So. Yeah, but it's also very much like it's it's in its original state. It's like it looks like it, like you went back in time. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it really is. This is a, a good opportunity to go do a lifestyle event that's not just lifestyle shit. There's so much surrounding it. And we're going to be there partying. So if you want to come meet us and hang out with us, we highly recommend that you do because it's going to be a great time. It is. We're going to do a meet and greet. We're going to have a bunch of cool folks there. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can head to their website, which is energyundergroundnd.com slash summit. As always, that will be in our show notes for you and uh, get all the details. And if you end up booking, you can get 10% off of the weekend by using our promo code, which is FPS2020. Yeah, jump on over, check it out. Come hang out with us in Deadwood. Fuck yeah. So next, we want to talk about our newest Patreon members. Yes, we have some very cool Patreons jumping on board, uh, have enjoyed interacting with them. So far, it's been a great time. Yeah, I posted some really naughty shit on Snapchat this week. You did. I figured out how to use the timer feature on Snapchat so I can actually put my phone down and then, you know, like twist my body into naked positions. Nice. So I sent you a picture of my ass and pussy from behind. You did. It's quite lovely. Our Snapchat members got so a couple of different ass pics that were they were pretty good if i I may say (laughs) so myself (laughs) they're pretty naughty so that is just one of the bonuses that we offer our patreon members you also get bonus episodes of our podcast where brian gets to say whatever the fuck he wants yes and i I often do and we i think we have some good stuff coming up based on some things that have happened so that'll be a fun fun couple weeks for sure you also get access to our secret telegram group where we talk about lifestyle things going on you get to see some other people sharing some sexy shit just in general a really great place to connect with 
lifestyle folks all over the country and even uh, internationally. Yes. And if you want to be a part of all of that fun and support the podcast, you can head to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash front porch swingers. And we have two new Patreon members since our last podcast episode, and they are Steel and Lilac and Rooster. So thank you guys so much for jumping on board. Yeah, really appreciate it. Get on there. Check out our Telegram group. It's a lot of fun. All kinds of good stuff happening there. Hills, yes. So, should we move on to single guy tip of the week? Yes, you have a single guy tip of the week based on something that happened that you were involved with. And I actually have another kind of single guy, but it's more of a single gal tip of the week. Oh, interesting. That I haven't told you anything about yet. Okay, so, so I'll let you go first. jam-packed shit. All yeah. right. So... Here's the thing. I had a single guy reach out to us who is a listener of our podcast, and he had some questions for us on Instagram, and I thought they were really telling of a few things. So his situation is he has been listening to us for a long time. He has been really working to develop a good communication with couples via the digital sites that he uses. I think he is on Cassidy, (laughs) and he's reaching out to couples, and he's really making sure he's doing everything by the books, right? He's going to their profiles. He's reading them thoroughly. He's making sure he's a good fit. And then he's reaching out in a very respectful and interesting way. He's saying something about their profile that he likes, for example. Uh, He's introducing himself. He's not throwing dick pics. He's not doing any of that crazy shit, okay? This is a guy doing everything the way he's supposed to. Well, let's let's back up a minute. He also intimated to you, you he told you flat out, he is a listener of the show and really takes to heart the tips that we provide. Some are tongue-in-cheek, of course, but many are really meant to help the single guys out. And he takes them and listens to them and applies them. So this is one of the reasons he reached out. Yes, absolutely. And so the question he had is, you know, even though he feels like he's doing everything right, he's getting some, in my opinion, very shitty responses from couples. One of the examples that he provided is he reached out to a couple, did everything he was supposed to. The couple reached back out with, hey, if you're not at least eight inches or longer, don't respond or don't message us again. Right. And that's shitty. It is. Another example was, you know, he reached out to the couple and their response was, we only deal with black bulls. We're not interested. Well, here's the thing. If those are all of your criteria, if you are only looking for guys with eight or inch cocks or bigger, or you only play with black bulls, those are things that you should probably mention in your profile. And if yes. you don't, if you don't mention them, you can't be upset when someone other than that reaches out. You know, why can't you just politely decline? It, it doesn't make sense. Much like we tell the single guys all the time, just politely decline. Back yourself out of the conversation. No harm, no foul. It seems like we've run into this, couples have, you know, a sense of arrogance, a sense of entitlement because they're a couple and you're the single guy and, you know, they kind of hold a hierarchy. It's kind of ridiculous and it's unfortunate. That hierarchy is what it is. You know, he responded back with, well, you know, how much should I respond to them? Like, should I come from a place of trying to, to empathize with them? And I mean, at the end of the day, yes, you should be nice to everyone. We are really working on that, even with the single guys who reach out and are bullshit, empathizing with them and trying to maybe potentially educate a little bit if that's what's needed in this, those situations. But at the end of the day, you also shouldn't accept being disrespected. Just because you're a single guy in the lifestyle doesn't mean that you should accept that level of behavior from other people. No, but as a single guy, unfortunately, he's at a disadvantage. So stepping up and saying something shitty back to them simply isn't going to do him any good because inevitably he's still the single guy. He still wants to get into the space and he doesn't want these couples talking regardless of how much weight somebody gives another couple's input 
you don't want to get labeled that way, obviously, particularly in the, in the area in which you live. So the smart thing to do, simply either don't respond at all or a very quick thanks anyway and, and out of the conversation you go. Right. And so I guess my single guy tip of the week, what I told him is that, yeah, even you know with couples, you're going to have to deal with a lot of this bullshit. It's really unfortunate that that's where we're at as a lifestyle community. And if you are a couple and you're speaking to single guys like that, please fucking stop. It hurts all of us in the lifestyle when you do that. But from the single guy's perspective, what I told him is like, don't get discouraged. Right. Yes, you're going to run into some of that shit and you kind of have to just push through and persevere. Just like we do with all the fucking bullshit single guys out there. It it really works both ways. For sure. And you can't help... And Listen, the guy's doing the right thing. He he really is earnestly trying to apply some of the tips that we give. and, And obviously just common sense. He's just a nice... Seems like a nice guy. Not trying to be disrespectful or aggressive in any way. And here you've got couples pretty much just shitting on him because he's a single guy and they feel like they can. Yes. And that's, a you know, you're bullying and it's not necessary. If you're not interested, just simply say that, hey, thanks for reaching out. You're not what we're looking for. Done. Yep. It's not that complicated. You don't have to be shitty about it. Yeah. And also like maybe just don't be so shallow. I mean, I think of it from the perspective of if someone reached out to us and you know, a single guy reached out to us and said, hey, if your wife doesn't or your girl doesn't have 36 triple D tits or bigger, please don't, you know, don't respond back to me. Like why the fuck do couples think they can do that to single guys? Would you, would they do that to a single woman? No, absolutely not. And that's what we're going to talk about. That's what I'm going to talk about. All right. So that is the end of my single guy tip of the week then. Yeah. Persevere and, and stay positive despite the bullshit that you deal with. Yeah. Listen, and, and that's, the, that's the whole thing. Don't stoop to that level. If you've, you know, you're doing the right thing. Time is on your side. You know, it's a numbers game. Unfortunately, you are going to find the right couple if you continue to do the right thing. Yes. It's that simple. Absolutely. So what is your single gal tip of the week? So it's not even so much a tip of the week. I, well, it kind of is. So let me lay it out for you. Obviously, you and I have been active trying to find some new playmates, right. predominantly for you uh, and couples and that kind of thing. We kind of got reinvigorated over your birthday when we had the opportunity to meet a couple that uh, lives pretty close to us. And right. it was kind of fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun sitting down and, and talking with them. They were great people. And we didn't play with them. They were just another couple who live close to us that we really enjoyed spending time with. So it got kind of our wheels turning and we thought, let's get back out there, start trying to meet some more, you know, some different people. As it turns out, in the hunt for you to, you know, for you finding another single playmate, single guy playmate, we got hit up on Tinder by a gal. Okay. And she is doing the right things. Now, she is part of, an, of a couple. She's in an open relationship. Okay. And what I found interesting through, now I've only been chatting with her for a couple of days, but what's interesting is that she is running into the same issues with single guys or guys, seemingly single guys, that we are. <laughs> very literally having the same issues, the unsolicited dick pics, the one-liner opening up with, hey, you know, that kind of thing. Yo. Or, Yo. Yeah. You know? So as we've been chatting about it, she was very surprised and she thought, let me put it this way, she thought she was talking to you. She didn't realize through our conversation that she was talking to the male half of our couple because I was actually talking with her. Yeah, because you were being fucking respectful. <laughs> and she said, she goes, I'm, I'm so sorry because I mentioned you know, I, Brian, I put my you know, name in parentheses. And she said, oh, I didn't. I thought I was talking to Brenna. She said, you're actually talking to me. Usually it's either uh, if I don't want to fuck you in the first couple of messages or, you know, it's like they don't bother. They don't want to talk anymore. She, she's like, I'm really surprised. Thank you so much. So listen, I'm not a single guy, obviously, but I can tell you from, from experience and from very recent experience that speaking to someone 
properly is going to get you a lot further. Yes. You know, so for the single gals uh, or for couples that are talking to single gals, you want the same kind of protocol you're looking for in single guys. This gal is putting that forward. She is very polite. She's very clear as to what she wants. She is very interested in BDSM. She's very excited about primal play. She's done it before and hasn't has not have uh, had the opportunity in some time, and she's eager to get back into it. So there's a lot of very solid components between all of us. I think that'll that'll really really work out. So is this a potential play partner for you? For both of us. Interesting. Yeah, for both of us. She is very attracted to women. She is not very experienced with women, but wants to become more so, but is very interested in the male, female, female kind of threesome idea. What a coincidence. Me too. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, she's very, so far things are going in the right direction. Cool. Uh, So we'll know here in in a day or so kind of where we, where we land. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, once again, you get a free tip, guys. This comes from a single gal that I've been speaking with or a, a gal part of a couple, but she's in an open relationship. Do not send your unsolicited dick pics. Do not use one line opening sentences like yo or hey or hello. That's, that's not just, a sentence. That's it, a word, It's just bitch. stupid. You're just... It, do it, better. It's lazy. It's just lazy. <laughs> just do better. Yeah. And if you are not getting, you know, the, hey, let's let's meet up in the first couple of messages, that's okay. You know, you got to gotta give it a little time. Let it grow. You know, you don't have to be so fucking thirsty. Back off a little bit and uh, hopefully th- good things will come. Yeah. You know? So anyway... We'll see what happens. More on uh, on the potential single gal. I like those tips. Yeah. Thanks for not scaring her off with being a douche. Yeah. I mean, I don't even understand how you... I mean, I don't know how guys do it. It's crazy. I don't either. It's very crazy to me. So we have something exciting to talk about today. We do. So we've been teasing it for a couple weeks now. My birthday was last weekend. That's correct. I turned 30, dirty 30. Yep, no longer in your 20s. And I asked for exactly one thing for my birthday. <laughs> yes, and you got that. Well, you got a lot of things, but you did get that one thing for sure. Yes, which was a threesome with yes. you and Clint. Yes. And I actually asked him like a month in advance yeah. if he was interested in helping with that. And of course, he was a total sport and said yes. Sure. And so we made that happen. And I would love to recount that sexy birthday threesome today. Yeah, it was a good time. So we'll we'll paint a picture for you. We uh, have now, for the last two years, spent either your birthday or my birthday at this particular resort. It's a hot spring. It is just beautiful. It's in the mountains, about an hour outside of where we live. It's it's amazing. Yes. It's the only true five-star restaurant in the state of Montana. It's just an awesome place, which is also just happens to be attached to the coolest dive bar in Montana. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a unique piece of property. Yes. And so we stay, we get a we get a little cabin out there and we spend a couple of days in the hot spring and just hang out and drink and have sex and threesomes apparently. We did <laughs> that was this on time. the menu this time, yeah. yes. <laughs> so fortunately, Clint is uh, he lives not too far from this particular location. Yes. So it's pretty easy for him to get to us. Yeah, it worked right? out very well. So let's talk about the ride up to the resort. So the day started out a little hectic. Yes. We got some pretty shitty weather. And by shitty, I mean, you know, foot of snow. And so we're driving to the resort and we have to drive very slowly. We're going on a very sketchy road. It's like one of, I think it's like the second most dangerous road in the state. It's like responsible for the second most deaths. It's just terrible. 
this time of year, it's rough. So we're driving, doing you know, 30, 40 miles an hour. Right. And I said to you, hey, the road is pretty slick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change lanes and you know, just look over to your right. And I do want to make sure there's nobody in the other lane. And as I move over, I look in the rearview mirror and I can see the bottom of a truck that is rolling toward us down the highway. Yes. So uh, long story short, young man, probably in his early 20s, he had a rollover accident directly behind us. So I have to as quickly or and carefully as I can slam on the brakes, reverse on the highway, and go help this kid because he was it was the truck had landed on the driver's side. It was on its side. So we are on our way to a hot springs. Don't judge me. I have shorts and flip flops. I'm judging you. Okay. So because when you get there, we're going right to the hot spring and the hot spring's 110 degrees. So what do I need pants and shoes for? Because right? it's fucking winter, but go on. Yeah. So I get out of the car and run over to make sure this kid is okay. Now, of course, I now have to run into the median and there's about two feet of snow. So the snow is now up to my knee and I am barefoot now because I lost both flip-flops. Right. <laughs> Fortunately, he was okay and got him out of the truck, got 911 out there. And by the time I got back to the car, I was pretty well convinced that I had frostbite. <laughs> So it was miserable. So, so that rap- was the start of our that trip. That was the start of our trip. Uh, so anyway, I did lose a pair of flip-flops, but I gained a pair of water water shoes, which is great. They're very stylish. They're very stylish. So we get to our resort. We, get, uh, we had some lunch. We got checked in. We got in the pool. And very shortly thereafter, you said, hey, Clint's going to be here. It's about 3 o'clock, and we should probably go get ready. Yes. And that is what we did. Absolutely. So we go back to the room and of course I'm getting all ready. I put on my wine lingerie that you love that has kind of the the drapiness in the front and it has lace on the back. And I love the back detailing or I'm sorry, on the bottom there's lace. In the back there's like this Y shaped Mm -hmm. detailing. Yeah. And it just fits my back perfectly. Yeah, we got that little piece in Denver at that little naughty store there. Yes. So I put that on, lotioned myself up. Of course, you know, had to insert the anal plug because I am thinking threesome, we're going to DP. Yes. So, you know, just getting myself all ready. And I'm so excited. This whole time, I the literally the entire day since the moment we woke up, I was just in this erotic mood where yeah. that's all I could think of. I mean, I kept touching your cock when we're on our way to the hot springs. In the hot springs, I'm like clinging to you and being yeah. all nasty and saying horrible things in your ear. I am hot and bothered. Yeah, you are totally ramped up for sure. <laughs> yes. So... Clint is on his way. I get all done up. You go in and kind of shower really quickly. And Clint comes in and he's looking great as usual. And it was really funny because you were just in a towel and I was in lingerie. And we kind of stand there talking for a minute. Yeah, I was sitting on the bed. Once again, so fucking normal. Like, we are half naked and yet there is no weirdness and he just immediately starts stripping yeah he i mean he's in jeans and a shirt and boots and coat you know the whole nine yards because it's like nine degrees outside and so i'm laying on the bed we're just kind of lounging on the bed in a towel you're wearing lingerie and he is just very casually taking all of his clothes off while we're having a very you know vanilla conversation about about what he's been doing that day yeah whatever (laughs) uh and then just as quickly as he comes in and starts getting undressed, once he's undressed, you just go to your knees and start sucking his cock. 
Well, what he said was, I didn't put on a layer today specifically for you because usually he wears this layer of heat trapping material sure. underneath his pants. Yeah. And it's a fucking pain in the ass because they're tight. And so you really have to like yank and get them down. Yeah. And then getting them completely off his legs is a whole different challenge. Right. So he specifically left them off for me. So very, if very he's going to do that for me, I have to reciprocate with some amazing oral, right? Absolutely. It was very nice of him to do that. He sacrificed uh, temperature, basically. Yeah. You know, body temperature. And it was not warm. So no, it was really not. appreciated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was about the time the feeling started to come back to my feet. So, yes, I got on my knees, started sucking his cock, started holding on to his balls and playing with them. And I'm just going to town on his cock, which was really fun. And I think I kind of gagged on it a couple times. And you're just sitting here watching the show to begin with. Yeah, I was leaning. I was kind of up against the bed on the headboard and, and getting the lube and the condoms out on the table, getting everything set up because I knew where obviously where this was headed. So I was just kind of, you know, being a good host and watching and enjoying. And then did, I think from there, did I start sucking your cock? Yeah, you came over. So we, there were two beds in the room, two king beds. And you, at one point, I was now sitting on the edge or the side of one of the beds. You got on your knees on the floor and started sucking my cock. And Clint sat on the other bed facing me just behind you. Right. Which worked out really quite nicely, actually. Because you were sucking my cock for a while. And he was lubing himself up, got a condom on. And he started fucking you while you were sucking my cock pretty quickly. Oh my God, it was amazing. He has my hips gripped from behind. Yeah. I didn't even see it coming. I mean, I should have because, yeah. you know, yeah. you we're, totally should have we're having a threesome. But I'm sucking your cock and I'm so focused on that that I'm not even thinking about the fact that he's right behind me. Yeah. So he grips my hips and just rams himself into me. Well, which was very, what was very cool was that I had a handful of your hair. Your hair was in a ponytail. So while you were sucking my cock, of course, I'm gagging you and choking you and pulling your hair well, he was fucking you from behind at one point. He le- he reaches over and leans on you and pushes your head further down on my yes. cock. So he's pounding you from behind and you're absolutely choking on my cock. And it, it was just amazing. What a guy given the assist. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, so he is just fucking me like crazy from behind. At one point, he started spanking each ass cheek. Yeah. And, what, and so then I came and I right. came hard and it was interesting because I was sucking your cock at the same time I'm coming and I just kept thinking oh my god I don't want to fucking bite your cock because I was coming that hard yeah, like and, I just lost control and I wasn't letting you up nor was he no so you were basically just trapped there and it was a it was a very intense orgasm like your whole body stiffened up you obviously clenched really hard and you know your hands were gripping me it was very intense it was so hot so then we switch it up a little bit and I turn around and you're like, you're going to ride my cock facing away. Right. So I sit on your cock and start riding it and I'm bent over with my ass up against you and riding your cock and then I'm sucking Clint's cock and he's sitting on the other bed. Right. So I'm folded over. Yeah. Sucking his cock and riding yours at the same time. Yeah, so now I'm slapping you on the ass and he's got all of your hair in his hands and he is choking you with his cock. And neither of us are giving you a break. Like, I'm not stopping. He's not stopping. I think it was almost like we were trying to see who was going to stop first, but neither of us did. (laughs) So once again, when you came, you were just kind of stuck in that position. Yes. You know? It was so hot. It was amazing. Yeah, and you both had total control over me. I mean, you... Yeah. So I was riding you, and you were actually the one that forced me bent over right. so that I could suck his cock. It was like... It was almost like none of my movements were my own, and that was so fucking hot. You guys just had had complete... 
use of my body. <laughs> well, you were, in, you were in a tough spot to be able to do anything because at one point he was holding your hands. Yes. And I was forcing your head down on his cock while I had one hand on your ass. So you were just not going anywhere. Yeah, that was ridiculously hot. It was. That went on for a little while. It was a good long bit. I yeah. came a couple of times on your cock. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So from there, you got on the bed that Clint was on with him and you started riding his cock. Yes. Yeah, so he's laying down. I'm riding him and I am totally doing my booty bounds. I'm like leaned over kind of kissing him and like kissing on his neck. And he has at one point he reaches up and is choking me while right. I'm riding his cock, which was amazing. Of course, I love that. And then a couple of times I would turn back to look at you. You were sitting on the other bed kind of you were sitting up but a little bit leaned back like you were in yeah. relax mode and you were just stroking your cock which was so fucking hot i love when you watch me and you stroke your cock well at that point was when i i assumed we were going to do a dp however the way that you guys were situated on the bed would have made that kind of awkward yeah so because one of clint's legs was kind of hanging off the bed and the other one was on the bed. It just wouldn't have worked out. I didn't think about it in the moment because here's the thing. I came so hard riding his cock that I shot the plug yep. out of my ass again. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, okay, at this point, Brian is going to get up here and fuck my ass while Clint is in my pussy. Right. And it would have been perfect for that had we been more situated. And I didn't know why you weren't until it clicked with me like, yeah, this position doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, that's how we did it the last time. Well, the first time we did, you know, uh, Clint was on his back, you were riding him, and then I fucked you in the ass from behind. But we were completely on the bed. We had kind of this symmetry going on. Yes. That was not the case. Plenty this was of room. just. Yeah. 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 I mean, you both have really fucking long legs, too. So I don't yeah. know how that would have worked. It wouldn't have. I, w there's just no way it would have been. It, it just wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So I thought, I'm not going to stop this because it was super fucking hot. We're just going to roll with it. Yeah. Did you enjoy watching that? Yeah. That was amazing. So from there, you kind of got off of his cock. You took the condom off and started sucking his cock again. Yes. Then he got up and I got on the bed and basically just forced you down on your stomach. Yes. He is now sitting on the other bed where I was facing you while I'm fucking you from behind. You were flat on the bed. And you were fucking me so hard. You were grabbing onto me. You had my hair, my entire bun, and you were lifting my head up with one hand and you had your other hand on my ass and you were just digging your fingers into me as you were fucking me. Well, and he was standing, now of course he's standing in front of you. So once again, he's forcing your head down on his cock. So I let your hair go. He was dealing with that. And I was just gripping onto your ass with, on both cheeks and just fucking you as hard as I possibly could. Oh. And once again, you were in a pretty tough spot. You weren't really going anywhere. No, I was not going anywhere. You Once again, you guys completely dictated everything to do with my body, which turned me on like crazy. And we were talking about this a couple of days ago when we were talking about doing this podcast. I don't even remember that part of it. You had to tell me that you were fucking me from behind and I was sucking his cock because it was just so much going on yeah. and so many sensations that I lose like a five minute gap of time. Yeah, that was our conversation over our, our dinner at the five-star restaurant and five-star <laughs> service. Yeah. Fortunately, they sat us at a table where there weren't too many people right around us because the conversation was, well, juicy. Yes, That's very juicy. For sure. Yeah, by the time <laughs> we got done, we had like 15 minutes before our reservation, so we had to haul ass, shower, get changed, and, and go. But anyway, from there, that's kind of when things, things took another turn. Yes. So I had gotten up off of you. You came a couple of times. Clint went into the restroom, cleaned himself off a minute. 
you and I were still kind of just fucking around and kissing and touching. He came back, and now I sat back up on the other bed, and my back is now again up against the headboard. Yes. And you started sucking my cock again. And very quickly, he kind of walked over to the side table. He grabbed the lube, so right away I knew he was going to fuck you in your ass. Yes. And put a condom on, so I just held you there, because I don't even know if you... I didn't know at that point if you knew what was about to happen. I had no idea. I was so focused on your cock that I didn't even know he had gone over to the lube. Otherwise, I w- it would have clicked for me. Oh, right. I'm getting fucked in the ass. But the first I knew of it was I have my full, you're in the back of my throat, basically. And he comes from behind, grabs onto my hips. I'm thinking he's going to fuck my pussy and immediately goes straight to my ass. And you never took your mouth off my cock. (laughs) Not once. I'm impressed by that. That was it was super I was super impressed by it too. Yeah. And it was so funny. So he started fucking my ass and he's very, you know, thoughtful and, and knows that I need to kind of warm up with anal. So he did start slow, but then he started picking up the pace and at one point I was moaning and I was like, Oh, that feels so good and he went a little, a little too, too deep. deep and I like let out this scream. I'm like, Oh god, if we have anyone next door to us at this point, they're gonna think what the fuck is going on because it was loud. Well, we asked them for an end unit. They didn't give it to us, so shame on for them. For the second year in a row. Yeah, we tried. We tried. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was the one. That, at that point, it was like, okay, that maybe was a little bit too deep. And that was the only time that you actually lifted your head up from my lap at all. Yeah, just to let out the little screech. But, I mean, I think, for I don't know, I can't speak for him. I'm, I'm assuming it was the same way for, that, as it was for me. We didn't really, I mean, we he was obviously cognizant of the fact that he did that and was very was cautious about it afterwards, but we didn't stop at all. We were just too into it. So, I don't think... Either Either of us were like, we weren't super concerned about it. It wasn't like you were in any pain. And you no. just kept on going. Well, I think you both know me well enough to know when I'm in real pain. Like, that was like a, ooh, let's not do that again. Yeah. Not a fucking stop right now. Well, that's the thing. You didn't stop at all. No. So we were like, fuck it. I guess we're, we're still going. You know? So the hottest thing of this entire experience, picture this, listeners, okay? I am sucking Brian's cock like crazy i mean i'm really going to town on your cock yeah you were yeah it was crazy (laughs) clint is really going to town on my ass he's fucking me at this point i'm warmed up i'm fucking into it i'm kind of like almost backing my ass up into his cock so that he's fucking me more and then he's you know continuously picking up the rhythm the whole thing is just so fucking erotic and sexy and amazing and for the majority of this time i'm not looking you in the face because my face is in your fucking lap yeah and at one point i pick my head up so I can look you in the face and the look on your face was such fucking pleasure like yeah. you were loving every second of it yeah I mean I was sitting up very comfortably you were sucking my cock and Clint was just fucking the shit out of you from behind and you were in a position to do absolutely nothing about it yeah which was just super fucking hot yeah I mean what was that like for you because I know by the look on your face that that was a real a time of enjoyment for you well it wasn't obviously the first time I've seen that I have certainly not the first time I've seen you with Clint so for me it's it was just one of those things where we had just full control over you and I was just completely open to him doing whatever he wanted to do, provided you were okay with it. And it uh, that just makes it that much better for me because I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. You know, there's no thought. It's just whatever happens, happens. It's just your feeling in that moment. Yeah, and it just yeah. makes it that much hotter. I'm not, it, there's no, I don't have a single thought about any apprehension of any kind or anything that just would yeah. cloud that feeling, mm-hmm. you know? So it was just just pure pleasure at that moment. There was nothing else to it. So what's really interesting to me is during the times that you have watched me with other people, I almost had these snapshot memories that will stay with me 
probably hopefully my entire life so i think of like the first time i was with uh, cooper for example the very first hot wife interaction and that look on your face when i came for the first time with someone else yeah that look has stuck with me forever and there's the the first time i was with a couple and you were kind of watching that whole experience that snapshot moment and this was one of them i know it wasn't a new experience but it was that look on your face during the time that clint is fucking me in the ass will stay with me forever well there are there are a couple of times in our journey thus far that obviously stick with me and were they were turning points for the most part for me the one with you and cooper for sure was because that was the first time we had stepped into the the ethical non-monogamy space and the first time was with you with a single guy right and it wasn't until like when you were you were bent over and he was fucking you from behind you were looking at me and you were looking at me as if you were gonna you were telling me i'm gonna come and almost asking me if it was okay (laughs) and that was the moment when i realized okay this is totally fine i have no problem with this and this is that's when i I knew this was this was where we needed to be, you know, for sure. And then when we had our experience with our second couple, and I was able to watch you with him while I was sitting on the same bed, and you were lost in that moment. Not so much that you didn't even realize I was there because we were six inches apart, but you were not concerned about anything as far as what I was doing or or what was happening. You were immersed in that moment. And those are the things that stand out the most to me, like like letting me know that we made the right decision. Yeah. You know, for sure. And then, of course, uh, the first time you and I and Clint, or actually the second time you and I and Clint played together when we, when we had the first DP, that was a big deal. Yeah. You know, that really opened up a lot of doors. Absolutely. So I will be completely honest. This interaction, I was the only one that came. (laughs) And there was a part of me that was like, oh, I want to make you and Clint come. And then there was another more selfish part of me that was like, it's my fucking birthday threesome. (laughs) Like, I'm okay with the fact that only I came. Yeah, neither of us were concerned about it, obviously. I mean, this went on for the better part of over an hour. All right, so I have a question for you based on now that we've had multiple threesomes with Clint. Okay. And I obviously have played separately from you as well. Which do you prefer? Oh, I don't know. That's, it's like, that would be like choosing like which of your kids is your favorite. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, it, you know, I think it really just depends on the whole circumstance, right? I mean, there are times where, so for, okay, so the time that we were, uh, we went out of town, stayed in our favorite hotel and you set up a play date without really me knowing about it. Right. When you had me sit kind of at the bar, I got to watch from a distance and then you went upstairs to our room and, and played with basically a stranger, someone you've been communicating with, but someone that I didn't know. That was incredibly hot because it was a complete, really just a surprise. I didn't really know the details. I, had, I didn't know what was happening until it, until it happened. Yeah. So that kind of like the surprise element is is what turned you on about that? The surprise element and just the, the not knowing factor. Right. You know, just not having any clue, you know, kind of being, I don't want to say blindsided, but certainly I was in the dark. <laughs> and that was super fucking hot. Probably one of the hottest experience experiences to date. So from that standpoint, like comparing that to a threesome with your, you and myself and Clint that we've had, yeah, they're, they're both pretty high levels of intensity, but for different reasons. Yeah. You know, I can't really tell you that I prefer one over the other. Do you want to guess which one I like more? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I know which one you like more. (laughs) 
Yeah, I have I have no doubt that you like the threesome more. I love threesomes where I'm the only woman in the room because I get all of the fucking attention and I'm super fucking vain. So it yeah. works out perfectly for me. Yeah, no, it's de- listen, I I get it. I think back to the experience that you and I had with Hannah. It was super fucking hot. Yes. You know, I but- mean so much of the attention was put on her and not that that wasn't hot but it's a completely different type of sexiness for me right when all of the attention is on me i just basically and the other thing is with both of you being very dominant men i just basically get to be thrown around like a rag doll and fucked and used and i love that it is the height of eroticism for me well the situation i think with the three of us myself you and that being you me and clint the idea that I think he and I kind of play well off of each other because we it's not like we're trying to out-dominate each other, right. but it certainly is a situation where we can just be as dominant and as, and as aggressive as we want to be because we both obviously have a, a high familiarity with you. So we can just do whatever we want to do. Yeah. And, and, and we don't get in each I'm, other's way. Yeah. And I think you both know I'm going to be able to handle it. Well, we know what you can handle. Yes. And we're, as I said, just we're just not getting in each other's way. It's just a very kind of, you know, synergistic deal. It just it just moves well. This kind of hit me out of nowhere. Is this the first time you've seen me fucked in the ass? No. Oh, it's not? No. Oh. Uh, no, you and Clint, the, one of the times where you guys were here at the house when I was here. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, not at all. Is this the first time I've been sucking your cock while I've been fucked in the ass? Uh, I think so. Oh, that's hot. I think so. Yeah. I just like new experiences for us. Like I am always looking for a way to step it up a notch. I would love, for example, to eventually be airtight. Yeah, well, listen, we tried that. That was going to be a thing. That was my plan with the guy that flaked. Yeah. You know, there was supposed to be another guy there. He didn't make it. Right. Uh, We talked about this on our bonus episode, I believe. So uh, this isn't necessarily a single guy tip of the week moment, but I guess it kind of could be. I was corresponding with a single gentleman. He was going to meet us there. Everything was in line. He was very respectful, sent me pictures, you know, followed all the rules and everything was good. And unfortunately, at the last minute, he had a problem at work and couldn't make it. And... Otherwise, that would have been that situation. The four of us would have been playing was my potential kind of plan. Yeah. You fast forward, contacted me the next day, apologized again, and offered to, for he wanted us to be his guests at the resort. Uh, so he was that upset about well, it, he obviously. he won't get a room there. <laughs> he, no, not now. <laughs> not, okay, we'll no. be your guest this time next year yeah, for my next year. 31st birthday. <laughs> yeah, but but very, and, and actually what he said was there or this, this, or this. He mentioned a few other locations. But anyway, the point is he was kind enough to offer and felt really bad about missing out. Otherwise, that would have been a situation because you mentioned that you wanted to be airtight. So I was trying to put that together yes, and it was and coming together. If any of our listeners don't know what that means, that's a cock in every hole. So yes. you have three, three cocks at yeah, one time. Yeah, three so. opportunities. So yeah, basically that was, two is not enough. I want three. That was on the menu. That was going to be. Uh, that was going to happen. If you think about it, well, I don't know. The whole gangbang thing, I'm not sure, is necessarily my thing. Although I did have this really intense fantasy about being airtight and then having a cock in each hand. Well, we probably can work that out as well. But I think we got to get to airtight first. Let's you know, let's <laughs> walk before we up. run. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely tried to do that. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Uh, but this gentleman is super interested and is probably still in play. I'm going to have a chat with him tomorrow, I think. We'll see. Do you think I'll be attracted to him? Yeah. Listen, I told you, he looks like Clint. <laughs> I will be attracted to him. Yeah, then. it's crazy. They look alike. That's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, we uh, I was trying to put that together. It didn't happen. So what is what goes through your head? You know, you're sucking my cock. Clint's fucking you from behind. Are you even giving a thought to what 
I'm thinking or what he's thinking or wh- where, where's your head? No, not with you guys at this point. I mean, I'm so comfortable with the two of you. I know exactly what both of you are going to be into. And, and, and you're just, you're both so comfortable with each other at this point as yeah. well that no, I had no concerns. I And to be completely honest, this is going to sound like a little selfish, but I was so focused on my own pleasure in that moment that that was not even computing for me. It was not even going into the the frame of mind I was in. So no, there was at no point during like this particular session, was there any, you had no trepidation about anything? Fuck no. It was just so fucking hot. Well, I think we've gotten to the point we've talked about this where with Clint particularly because, and actually he mentioned it. He said it. I didn't even realize it. Did you realize that a year ago to the day we met him? No. Yes, that is so weird. It was like the one year anniversary of us meeting him. Yes, literally. We met at the fetish ball the yes. year before. We were at the fetish ball the year before because it changes. Obviously, it's a different day you know, every year, but basically the same date. And it was that day. It was a year ago to the day that we met him for the first time. Yes. How crazy was that? It's been a year. You've been playing with the same guy for a year. Yeah. What's that like? That's awesome. I think it's interesting because in the beginning it was like, oh my God, we're searching for so long for a regular play partner. And we went through several guys and it just didn't work out. And it felt like a lot of time and work was put into it. When you put it really into perspective, the fact that it's now been a year with the same play partner, it's like, eh, relatively speaking, we maybe didn't have to wait as long as we thought we did. We got really lucky with Clint. No, no. we Yeah, no, we absolutely did. That's not a situation that is going to make itself it doesn't fall into your lap very often and our listeners remind us of that because i'll get emails on instagram and stuff of like you are so lucky to have clint i've been searching for that for so long so many years of searching for that and not finding it so i really do feel very fortunate no we are 100 and when he said that it really kind of clicked well he was talking about it because he was at the fetish ball the night before we saw him or a couple days before we saw him whichever it was and it occurred to me like well that's the first time we met him it's been a year because it's the same time every year it, I thought it was crazy. It's very. It cool. just didn't occur to me how quickly that went by. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of cool that we you know. So obviously, at this point, there's a real familiarity, a level of comfort with him. So I don't think there should be any weirdness. There, there isn't obviously with me. So I was just curious if, if at any point you were kind of in the, in the back of your mind thinking, oh well, I'm concerned about this happening or this not happening. No, I mean, I definitely wanted to be DP'd. So that was kind of the only disappointment of the situation. That was the whole idea behind the birthday threesome was you know getting fucked by two cocks at the same time because the first time that it happened if you guys haven't listened to that podcast episode was my personal favorite interaction we've ever had with other people ever it was intense so the idea of recreating that for my birthday was the goal but that's not to take away from how hot and amazing this interaction was because it was fucking awesome yeah no there's no question it was I think a lot of reasons. There were a lot of components that made this thing special and not the least of which was the fact that now thinking about it in retrospect, we were with a guy that you have been playing with for a year. So the fact that we are so comfortable and he can walk in and we can be naked and he's just having a conversation with us and then he gets dressed and then you're just sucking his cock and it's just this free flowing thing going from him coming in, you being in lingerie, me being in a towel, you go right to... You get on your knees, start sucking his cock. We have rough, aggressive sex, hour plus. And then we stop, and then we're just chit-chatting again. And within 20 minutes of us stopping, we're having dinner. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that that whole, just the idea of all of that 
is just it's it's mind blowing when you consider where we were three years ago. Yeah, I love you know? it. Yeah. So we have some big things we need to announce. We got a lot of stuff coming up, don't we? Absolutely. So my favorite thing that I'm so fucking excited for is you are going to be interviewed on one of my favorite podcasts. Well, I was interviewed, actually. Well, I mean, you were already interviewed, but you're actually going to be on one of my favorite podcasts. I'm so fucking excited. I'm not going to be able to sleep for the next week. I'm so excited. (laughs) I know you're a huge fan of Billy's podcast. So for those of you not paying attention or when we were in Vegas, I was interviewed by Billy Presida of the Man Whore podcast. Billy, of course, has been on our show before, and he has become a friend. He is basically the guy that Brenna fucks in Vegas every year now. That's just how it works. And uh, he asked to interview me. Didn't really know why he necessarily wanted to interview me privately, but um, I had a great time talking to him. And it was well, that's just... what he does. He does one-on-one interviews. He doesn't yeah. do like couples. So. Yeah, but typically it's porn stars. So I don't know what I was doing in <laughs> no, that group. No, I think just interesting people. That's who he interviews. Yeah, so. it was fun. I had a great time talking to him. We talked for a couple of hours and then we did a bonus episode for his patrons, which really was just you sucking both of our cocks, simul- you know, kind of going back and forth while we were we continued our conversation. Yes. Which was super fucking hot. So next Wednesday, Brian's episode of the Man Whore Podcast is going to be coming out and holy fuck i'm excited yeah it's, have I'm, i already said that yet i'm excited yeah i can't wait to hear it i honestly we talked so long and we talked about so much i don't even remember everything i said so i'm anxious to hear about it he just talked about uh he wanted to know about my past which is kind of interesting and colorful if you're into that kind of thing and so uh we just bullshitted just two guys bullshitting for a, a couple of hours so don't miss it guys you get to hear behind the scenes of brian in depth that you're never probably ever going to hear on our podcast <laughs> no no likely not no I'm pumped for that. And I am going to be in ASN Lifestyle Magazine. You're not the only one anymore. I'm jumping on board. Yep, you've got a column now. You're going to be doing the Hot Wives Club, which is really exciting. I'm kind of thrilled for that, actually. I'm really excited for it. I'm going to be providing different, fresh, interesting perspectives on the Hot Wife Lifestyle, collaborating with some people in the lifestyle, and I'm um, just really excited to get to work. I think it's going to be a a good opportunity to connect with some new people and put out some hopefully good content yeah it should be a lot of fun i'm I'm anxious to start reading it your first one will be out in april i think right yes yeah it's gonna be maybe a lot of fun yeah so stay tuned for that yep and we have valentine's day when this comes out we will have already celebrated valentine's day yes we are going to a dinner theater five course dinner we're gonna see a burlesque show and a drag show which apparently are interactive yes don't really know how that's gonna break down i have no idea what that means but i'm pumped yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so not your traditional valentine's day i guess but certainly for us it's pretty normal (laughs) yes and then the day after valentine's day we are celebrating your birthday which i know you're so excited yeah i'm not at all actually (laughs) your birthday is actually monday the day this podcast comes out is your birthday yes it is but we're going to celebrate on saturday and i have still kept the secret of what is going on for your birthday yeah i have no idea i'm clueless as to what it is you have planned so i fucking love that yeah i have no clue because you're terrible at keeping secrets you normally can't do it no i'm really really horrible and i've like orchestrated a lot of shit this is not just like a one little surprise thing this is like a big fucking deal really yeah i don't know i can't i don't even have a clue now i've built it up too much and on saturday you're gonna be so disappointed (laughs) (laughs) probably not probably not i'll be disappointed on monday when i'm a year older uh, but Saturday, I think I'll be just fine. Saturday should be fun. Yeah. Yes. Monday, I'll, I'll be just, I'll be on the couch under a blanket in the fetal position. <laughs> oh, 
you're so dramatic. So, Unlike my birthday, it's not going to be cake centric. We had no. like three cakes for my birthday. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so tired of fucking food right now. But I don't think you're tired of sex, and I can tell you that sex will absolutely be on the menu. Okay, as long as that's on the menu, because I don't need any more cake. <laughs> so next podcast episode, hopefully, we'll have some very big, sexy, amazing things to tell you guys about. The bonus episode will definitely have some interesting stuff. Yeah, that'll be coming out this week. Uh, yep. So if you want to hear about what's going on an entire week early, make sure you uh, check out that Patreon community, patreon.com slash swingers. Yeah. And if you guys are not already following us on social media, you absolutely should be. We're on Twitter and Instagram at FP Swingers. We put some fun shit up there. We do. And it's a good way to stay connected with what we have going on that we don't necessarily always talk about real time on the podcast. Yeah. You can also find our YouTube channel, which is also called Front Porch Swingers. We put up some fun toy review videos, more informational shit. Uh, just a great place to, you know, get some fun info. Yeah, we just did a new video for Taboo Toys. We did a review for uh some sex toys a lot of fun male sex toys male really sex interesting toys. ones yes yeah. And also, if you guys have not left us a review on Apple Podcasts yet, we would super appreciate it. It takes you, you know, 30 seconds and makes a world of difference for us. So please consider doing that if you haven't already. And if you have, thank you so fucking much. Yeah, and if you leave us a, uh, a review, shoot us an email. Let us know so we can thank you, please. Absolutely. I think, is that what we have this week? Pretty sure that's it. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Stay tuned. It's going uh, to be a hot weekend. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Listening. Thanks, everybody. If you're anything like us, when we first started swinging, we really had no idea where to begin. And it can be really intimidating. And we have a great recommendation for you, which is to join Cassidy.com. Cassidy is a huge online platform that includes so many sexy swingers in your area, plus lots of local events to keep you up to date on all things lifestyle. And if you join Cassidy, you can find our community, Front Porch Swingers, and keep up with everything we are doing as well. So make sure you check out Cassidy.com today. Today.